are now listening to Beyond the Veil, a production of Holosuite Media. Tune in to our live show every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The following live broadcast may not be suitable for all ages. The views expressed in this show are solely those of the individual providing them and do not represent the opinion of the station, website, or any affiliated partners. Audience discretion is advised. people of the secret world this is Antita with beyond the veil podcast and joining me tonight we have griff hello we have our new member jared hello and we have our guest tonight ocho hey how you doing everybody how are you guys doing enjoying the game enjoying the always week? enjoying dancing in agartha Woo-hoo. it's and what I'm you do dancing everybody's dancing but me I don't feel like dancing um Uh, no no. (laughs) I suck at singing so we're gonna stop it right there (laughs) yes so uh I need to find my show notes people will think that I'm unprepared yes got it um so we're gonna be talking about a whole bunch of stuff uh tonight um there was some news coming out of uh the uh, Durham Studio uh, when it comes to new offshoot game of TSW if you'd like um, then we're going to be talking about Sam Hain for this year we're going to be talking about the secret ones um, that are going to be on tomorrow the secret buzz and a whole bunch of other stuff so let me ask you this are you a hide or shriek kind of person Definitely shriek. Ah! <laughs> that ain't a shriek. <laughs> it was funny though. <laughs> That's <laughs> remember that sound that Tilty made. Whoa! Yes. <laughs> That's like borderline that. <laughs> it's just funny. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Um, the biggest news of uh, the week, and uh, probably the biggest news uh, <laughs> coming out of the development team in Durham for a while, is the announcement that the development team uh, stationed there in Durham has uh, done another offshoot of TSW uh, using the Unreal Engine. That would be Hide and Shriek uh, game. Yeah, I know. Did you guys see the the little like preview? I did. I did. And it was fabulous. Um, I saw a few people going, wow, you know, that really puts me in the mind of, you know, campy old school horror. And 
I I should have I should have saved the tweet. I didn't, but it it was confirmed that that's exactly what they were going for. They they were going for the campy old school horror theme. Okay, to me it looked kind of goofy. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was just like goofy, goofy, goofy. You know, you just kind of expect Christopher Lee to come out and be like, <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> uh, probably not. Um, but uh, yeah, so what do you guys think? What, <laughs> for one thing, now we've, I think we've speculated in one of the previous uh, previous shows that we did that uh, we do have a feeling that team is working on another park-like game. Um, and we were wondering if they're going to be releasing it for Halloween as well, like they did the park last year, and if it will tie in with um, Samhain in 2016 for TSW, which is a Halloween event. Um, what do you think? Is, like, we know how how long we've gone in TSW without any kind of content. What do you guys, what are your thoughts on that when it comes to creating that kind of offshoot versus creating content for the actual TSW game? Well, I, I remember that la I, at least with the park, they were pretty specific that they did not take, they did not specifically take people away from the secret world to work on this project. These were people that needed to learn the engine and they did this game and that it wasn't it wasn't like an either-or, it wasn't like, we make this game so other games get less attention. Um, I haven't... I haven't heard anything this time, but I guess we haven't interviewed anybody this time, so... Or not yet, anyway. I definitely prefer in-game content for the Secret World, of course, I, as I imagine most of us Secret World players would. But, um, I guess if this is what they're working on, uh, as you always say, fun comes to company, they need stuff, they need money to keep our game going so if this is what's going to do it then that's fine i'm really down for either way um whether it's content for the game or whether it's content out of game i just like secret world content works either way for me right so for the most part you guys are quite positive about it that's good to know that's yes. good to know <laughs> well i i loved the park i loved the park to death so Ocha, you said something interesting. Um, you said even though you said now that you don't mind the fact that you know uh, if it's successful, if it's uh, if it's uh, if it creates uh, income for the company, more money gets invested into TSW, you're happy. But you mentioned that you were you would have liked uh, something more. Uh, along the lines of park versus yeah, hide and shriek. Yeah, I was taking a look at it, and I don't think I'm totally down with the whole, you know, um, like PvP aspect of it, and that it's just a, you know, here we have a setting, and that you could, um, you could basically not fight each other, but in this case, uh, trick each other, or, you know, it, but it's still a player versus player sort of experience, and for me personally, that's not really what I'm into, but that's alright. Uh, it it may not necessarily be for me, but hey, I'm all good if it's uh, if it helps out the game in any way. And it's for someone. 
Um, I'm also, it's, it's not very much a sort of game I'd normally play, but I know a lot of people who saw the park and they went, oh, it's a walking simulator, I hate those. Right, and the park so, wasn't necessarily for everyone you know. either, so. Yeah. Yeah, right. um, we know that FNAF, Five Nights at Freddy's, is ridiculously yes. popular, and this definitely reminds me of that. Um, definitely as Secret World players, we're obviously going to be more inclined to something like the park, but, um, if that's what's popular now, then perhaps it is the right thing to do. I, I I laugh about FNAF. I once specifically did a blog post about how I was so I was wrong about the game once I started looking into the lore that it was a much more interesting game than I thought it was. So that that is why I laughed. Right. So do you think that being that the setting is Innsmouth Academy, they even kept the name of it? Uh, do you think it will have some sort of a tie-in? with this year's Halloween in TSW with some hay? Definitely. <laughs> that sounds Maybe. very definite. <laughs> I mean, I'm not as convinced that it will, um, but yeah, I'm still hoping it does to some extent. I think the fact that... Oh, sorry. I think the fact that Tilty was the one to tease those... Um, the hide and shriek, like those images that the Secret World people were all over um, is a good sign. Well, okay. I, I think it's a smart move when they do tie-in. Um, not everybody who plays the spin-offs is going to want to get into the secret world, but if they do, that's kind of a nice little hook to also, hey, we've got a seasonal mission that relates to this spin-off game that you liked. Right. So we, we've been talking about a Hide and Shriek uh, game that has just been announced uh what was it yesterday <laughs> seems like yesterday but i'm lost in days so i could be completely off um the uh funcom uh durham studio people or development team that's stationed there they have created this game um utilizing unreal engine and uh basically learning it as they went um what hide and shriek is is basically uh, one-on-one -on -one matches in which uh players are timed in i think 10 minute intervals uh where they basically have to scare each other uh you're both invisible uh, or at least that's the information that we have so far. Uh, both players are invisible to each other. And what you have to do is find ways how to uh, scare the other person. You end up getting points. And the person uh, with the most points at the end of the 10-minute match is the winner. Um, you can scare um, the other person, you can trap the other person, you can use spells, uh, you know, there's going to be a number of things at your disposal in order to achieve uh, getting the points that will uh, make it a win for you. Um, so it sounds, it sounds really, really fun. If this is your kind of thing, uh, it's not ideally everyone's cup of tea, which it doesn't have to be. Uh, and uh, it is slated for release um, in October 2016. So basically until the end of the month. If uh, last year with the park is anything to go by, it will be released um, at the very end of the uh, of October. Um, and uh, it's quite likely to tie in with 
um, Samhain 2016, which is the Halloween event in the secret world. Um, Innsmouth Academy as a, as a place in the secret world in Savage Coast has featured already in, uh, in I think, a couple of, at least that I can think of right now, um, some Hain events. Um, just remember, do you guys remember one of those stories in, um, what was it? Um, the Groundskeeper. Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, the League of Monsters. No, Spooky Stories of Solomon Island. Yeah, yeah. remember? Yeah. Oh, that that story with in Innsmouth Academy. I don't want to give anything away because uh, I know there's players listening uh, to the podcast who have not yet had a chance to play those. So <laughs> I don't want to give anything Gasp. away. But man, that that particular story was just like. Wow, I did not see that coming. So, yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait to replay all those. So, we'll see what the what the game is, uh, how the game is, and uh, we'll be playing it before you know it. Yeah. It definitely reminds me of other games that the quirk of the game is everyone's invisible or something like that, like uh, Screen Cheat and that something Heroes, uh, the shooter with where everyone's invisible. Yeah, something like that. So, I do want to touch up on one thing. Uh, that has caused some controversy last year. And those are, of course, the woodcutters, talismans. Um, now, I spoke to a number of, uh, number of people in game. Um, and, uh, you know, what their thoughts are about having another set of talismans um, tied in for the secret world but released with hide and shriek and uh, I have to say 90% of them have said they don't care if it gets released or not if it does cool if it doesn't cool so they were like almost completely neutral what do you guys think would you mind if uh, another set of uh, TSW talismans uh, is included in Hide and Shriek. I wouldn't mind, personally. Um, because I think it's just another way for them to tie in an outside product with Secret World. And if they, you know, give a give an item just for buying the game, it's just a little, you know, if you already play Secret World, it's just a little extra. But if you don't, it's a way for you to, you know, come into the game with maybe a little something extra to, to help you out. No, I don't know if it's going to be another 1.9 item like the uh, woodcutters axe, but um, but I'm still be you know I'm okay for it. And yeah, either way, even if they don't, that's okay. But I think they'd be missing an opportunity if they didn't add something. And I had no problem with the woodcutter. I didn't feel it was particularly game breaking. You can get better things in game um, through actually playing said game. So I I'd be fine if they did it again. I'm not a PvPer, but um, I imagine the main problem was how the, some of the equipment was broken when it first came uh, out. Yeah. Though, yeah. Um, hopefully that doesn't happen if there is something. <laughs> might be might end up being another overpowering, completely game breaking, <laughs> bite bite a win uh, item uh, that everyone wants. <laughs> now. You have hopefully seen some of the images from Innsmouth Academy. 
now those images look quite a bit different from the Innsmouth Academy as it is in the secret world. So uh, putting it in some sort of time perspective, uh, do you think it's, it's um, set if it does tie in, in fact, with TSW, which we're all hoping it does, hoping and praying and hoping and praying. Um, <laughs> so that uh, everything seems to be like more pristine uh, than it currently is in the secret world. So do you think like time-wise um, it's set uh, somewhere in uh, before all the, all the bad stuff happened in the Savage Coast? Or do you think it's just like, you know, who cares? I, uh, see, again, I should have saved the tweets because I know I've heard it mentioned that it's got a very 90s feel. And I don't remember if that was a dev who said that or if that was just somebody commenting on the game. Hmm. Um, in the game or in Hide and Shriek, uh, it's a Halloween tradition, correct? I think that's what the video yeah. seemed to suggest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the 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 point in time that we're frozen in, I, uh, that the Savage Coast and uh, Kingsmith has been frozen in, is around Halloween. But I don't remember exactly whether it's right after Halloween or right before. Um, yeah. If some lore people know exactly where that is in terms of a timeline, then we can see whether it could be right now or not. Right, so it'll definitely be interesting to find out um, more. Hopefully we will find out more. It's not just going to be, well, let's scare the other person, you know, playing. But uh, it, I think a lot of the TSW players are hoping for some sort of lore, you know, where uh, more uh, information will come to light about Innsmouth Academy uh, in general, something that we have not yet found out so that would be that would be absolutely fantastic mm -hmm. yeah that would be great especially after how much we learn from the park um so when it comes to price range what would you think like what would the price be what would the price tag that you would put on this game how much would you be willing to spend on it i'm thinking about maybe 10 15 dollars can i like the park yeah along that same lines Griff, Jared, you agree with that, or would you go lower, higher? I kind of want to see a little bit more first. And that's mm. mostly... I, I'm, I'm going to buy it. Uh, Jen and I are hoping to play it during Extra Life, which should be freaking hilarious. Um. <laughs> Especially if you come across <laughs> each other. <laughs> uh, but no, I, 10 or 15 is fine. Um, to go higher, let's say, I'd want to see more about what the mechanics look like oh dear god now it just occurred to me it's one-on-one -on -one. is it gonna be like some sort of a queue that you did you get signed up for and then you know you play with whoever or can you like choose your opponent maybe will it be an option what do you think i would hope you could choose your opponent yeah i mean if you can't that that seems like it'd be an oversight yep <laughs> new, new dungeon finder in the works. <laughs> um, I definitely would imagine that it'd be around ten to fifteen dollars. Uh, I just looked at screen sheet on Steam, and it's seventeen, sixteen ninety nine, and um, that game seems like to be it would probably be more than what we've seen of Hide and Shriek at least. 
So yeah, 10 to 15, about the same as the park. Yeah, especially like if it's, you know, if it's played in 10 minute intervals, um, not intervals, but like the game lasts for 10 minutes and then you basically go, go in and do another match and another and another. Um, so I would assume that, you know, depending on how many, how many, uh, scares, how many tricks they put in the game, it'd be like something quite similar to uh, to scenarios uh, for me at least. I'm just drawing a parallel with that. It's not maybe a good comparison, but it's kind of along the same line where you would eventually run out. You know, you'd know how to counteract everything. You'd know what's the best way to go about doing, doing things in order to be a victor uh, of the match. So I don't know. Um, for me, I'm looking forward to trying it out. I'm definitely going to be buying it. Um, if nothing else, uh, just to support the game if I end up not playing it again. Uh, not the game, but uh, the company, I should say. Because <laughs> everything's just TSW for me. Yep, everything is always TSW. Everything is true. Now, on Game Tyrant uh, website, I read... Uh, a comment in the same article that introduced Hide and Shriek that I thought was really, really interesting. Um, it said, you'll be able to customize your jump scare face in several ways, including making them look like Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. Oh it's no, like, politics. Is, is, is this confirmed or is this somebody being facetious? I don't know. That's why I, I called him out. It's Game Tyrant. <laughs> <laughs> But I just thought that was that was absolutely hilarious. Like you can alter your face to look like freaking Donald Trump. Oh my god! Next thing you know, he'll be quoting he'll be quoting something from the game. <laughs> I'm just I'm coming up to crash on your couch. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> Quickly lock up the house, <laughs> burn it. <laughs> yeah. So. In any case, we don't have uh, a lot, lot of time to go before we actually uh, find out more. Uh, the streaming ones are going to be on tomorrow, and Tilty has uh, is making a return to the streaming ones, and uh, he will presumably be talking about not presumably, but most definitely be talking about hide and shriek to some extent. Um, it just depends uh, how deep he'll go into, and knowing him, he is going to tease a whole bunch of stuff, and basically not say mm. anything at all, which is basically you know, uh, Mr. Ramon. Amiel, you can go into politics. <laughs> That's how politicians act. <laughs> and then Tyrant will tell us that we can make our uh, our scary face just looking like Tilty. Yes, that now, that would be awesome. Tilty Tilty going against Joel Bylos. Can you imagine that? <laughs> <laughs> that that would be a match that I would pay to see. See, Funko, another idea. Pay per view. <laughs> we would definitely yes. watch Get that. Get on this. Oh, and um, can we get our faction heads? <laughs> yeah, well, if we're throwing ideas out there, <laughs> why not, right? Definitely oh, would be scared of Chris and Geary. Yeah. 
you know, I'd like to see her go head to head with uh, with Damon Kiara. I would like to see that. Yes. Hell, I'd pay for that too. <laughs> yeah, that that would just be absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we touched upon Samhain 2016, the Halloween event in the Secret World. As you all know, uh, Halloween is like the major, major, major holiday uh, in TSW that everyone is waiting. Um, so what do you guys think? Like, I know we're probably going to get some sort of uh, more info uh, from Tilty tomorrow. But before, let's see if we actually <laughs> are on the right track. Uh, what do you guys think we can expect from the Halloween event this year? Not mentioning, like, not taking into consideration the replay of the previous uh, Samhain events. That's a tough question. <laughs> I was I was gonna say um, the last one they added. And which was, you know, linked to the park. I, I wouldn't in a million years have guessed um, how that mission went. So, uh. I mean, from Hide and Shriek, it, it could have something to do with Innsmouth Academy. Maybe. That would kind of be logical, <laughs> right? <laughs> but, uh, but who knows? Because even, I mean, the park was, uh, it was held in uh, Savage Coast, but the main mission for uh, last year's Halloween event was was somewhere else. It was so even that is not exactly a, a given. I'm gonna call it right now that uh, hide and shriek the legend of what why the the students there do this Halloween tradition has some crazy backstory that's gonna take us to a whole bunch of places just like we saw at the park. Ooh, and not after, not immediately after, like it was with uh, with Lorraine. That's interesting. We're going uh, before. <laughs> yeah, maybe. All right. Yeah, you know, a lot with our development team over there. You never know. <laughs> so, Could it be another time travel episode, maybe, or a time travel mission, similar to um, what? What was that mission in the mansion? Mm, oh nope. Um, uh, I don't remember. The one where you go into the mirror. <laughs> yes, that one. Yeah, that that one. What that? I'm sorry, that one creeped the hell out of me. Which ended up being a very yeah. It ended up being a very good mission. And well, maybe if they maybe it could be something like that where we start seeing like the history of the school itself and start going backwards. To, I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. It's, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> it's good. It it's good. Yeah. That would be fantastic. All in for that. <laughs> so remains to be seen um halloween usually gets released during the like the last week in october um halloween falls that's on the 30th or 31st of october is it 30th 31st of october so is it, halloween it, it is the last yeah sorry not native uh to north america so it's like I just know of it. Um, <laughs> so it's probably gonna like go live around about the 27th, uh, 28th maybe, uh, like the weekend prior to Halloween, which is usually what they what they uh, do with that particular uh, event. 
Now it'll be interesting to see whether they uh, whether they have it on for like two weeks or three weeks, and it'll be even more interesting to see whether some sort of content for a TSW is going to drop, because from the looks of it, it doesn't it doesn't seem like there is going to be anything released uh, by the end of this year when it comes to uh, content release for TSW. Uh, but rather we may have some sort of a new um, new event mission for Halloween and maybe even for Christmas if we're lucky but um, yeah I don't think at least based on previous experiences I don't believe that uh, we'll get anything uh, when it comes to new content in TSW for the rest of this year at least yeah it doesn't look like it but wasn't there something that an issue that came out at the very end of 2015? Trail of Shadows came out in December 2015. Yeah, yeah, that was a big surprise, but a pleasant surprise. It was, yeah, that came out in, on the 10th of December, something like that, right? We didn't really expect it. But see, usually they they start teasing with something like that, uh, like four weeks prior, and then it hits uh, the uh, test live. And then, you know, after that, it, it comes on uh, the live server. So right now, haven't heard so much as a peep. Uh, so that's what made me think that, mm, no, not gonna happen this year. But, what can people um, look forward to during this year's Halloween event? That's actually quite a lot. Um, considering you have 2012, 2014, and 2015, the only year that <laughs> was skipped was the blasted Tokyo year, the 2013, <laughs> where it was all about the Tokyo. Um, so in 2012, we had uh, two things happen. We had, well, we had several things happen, um, like the end of days event and all that. Um, we had the cat god that starts off with two missions from Madame Roger in Kingsmouth, uh, the meowling and crossing the black path. And uh, it ends up in a dungeon in uh, Blue Mountain, uh, just next to the quarry, uh, called the Cat God. And there's two difficulty levels on that dungeon. Um, there's Normal and Nightmare. And uh, then we had the Super Jack. And uh, we have... Is the Mayan End of Days, does that get released That's in, Christmas. That's Christmas? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um and yeah, for Super Jack, uh, you need those uh, summoning pup pumpkins. I nearly <laughs> said pumpkins. Um, it's basically a world boss version of Jack, Jack of the Lantern. So, and that is in Kingsmouth. And uh, I think for, uh, I think Super Jack was with Spooky Stories because one of the stories is to get the pumpkin and uh, use it to kill Jack. Uh, and I think I'm pretty sure that would have been 2013. Was it? I think. Yeah, I think so. I, we could check, but uh, okay. Well, it could be completely off. Um, yeah, you're mentioning the spooky stories of Solomon Island. It's um, 
with those uh, all the stories and um, you basically uh, started off uh, in the treehouse in the Savage Coast um, and uh, you kind of go mission it, it just sets you off uh, on a series of missions um, there's about how many 10 of them or something like that yep 10 yeah so it takes you all over uh, the earlier zones in the secret world and they're absolutely fantastic yes yeah I mentioned uh, earlier one that happens in in Smith Academy and uh, it is the, 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 let me just put it out there do read read everything yes. that you can because <laughs> mm-hmm. it just gives you a, such a greater insight and it gives you the backstory to what's been going on and how and why and uh, it's absolutely fantastic writing easily some of the best halloween content out of uh, any mmo out there i believe absolutely and then we have the broadcast <sighs> oh i'm sorry um I'm try- I was trying to th- sorry, I was trying to think how to say it without spoiling it. Um, the spooky stories, one of the things I love is that it takes more current kind of urban myth horror. There's one specifically, I don't want to spoil, but there's one specifically about um, email stuff that I thought was so beautifully mm. creepy. Oh yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Oh man, I want to say something that it's also relevant today, but uh don't want to spoil. <laughs> Yeah, because this is the thing. We don't want to spoil it for new players, but it, it has like been, you know, a number of years <laughs> since that that mm. has that those missions have been out. The only thing is, we've had an influx of new players, and there's always new players going, you know, reliving uh, that those particular missions for the first time. So that's why we're trying not to, um, not to. Uh, yeah, spoil it too much for you guys. So yeah, I mentioned the broadcast uh, that was added in, was it 2014 or yes. 15? I even forgot. Um, and then, of course, we have the Seven Silences, um, a tie-in to the park um, that provides uh, more information on uh, Lorraine's whereabouts after the game which is absolutely fantastic as well so you don't really need to purchase the park in order you know to kind of understand what's going on in in tsw uh in with lorraine but it does uh give you more insight in you know how why when you know, and all, all those um, one-word questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, I, I think I mention every time it comes up, I wound up playing through the Seven Silences right after I played through the park the first time. And, yeah, um, many feelings, all the feels, <laughs> all of the feels, all of them. There's some areas in the secret world I go to now if I run past on other missions, and like I remember the Seven Silences missions. I have that thought in my head while I'm running through. Definitely. So we're definitely all really looking forward to the Halloween uh, this year. Um, one thing that's also going to be making a comeback are the two bags 
from 2014-2015. So uh, there's going to be a lot of bag parties, <laughs> I think, this year as well. Um, the grouping in Agartha? You know what? Maybe. I, ha I have to say, I did not uh, see as much of it happening during the last, uh, when the last bag was released. And I'm not talking about the retro bag, right? Uh, but the other one before that, I can't remember the name of it. Um, usually people tend to like save it. Uh, now for like different events that they attend in the game and uh, you know just either go for one of those bag parties um, that you go to kind of secluded spot <laughs> on the map somewhere there, there there was still a cuddle pile in Agartha though you know my preferred term the cuddle pile cuddle pile so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> used to be big in the old days when, it, yeah, when the bags I think it probably just came is. out yeah yeah yeah, um, one uh, important thing for all the players to know uh, and to do during the, it, well, not just Halloween event, but any event in the Secret World is uh, to subscribe to the event channel. And you subscribe to any of any channel, a chat channel in game by uh, putting in forward slash chat space joint space then the name of the channel in this case event um and uh this is where all the call outs for all the bosses uh are done this is where people exchange information this is where people chat about the event um depending on the event <laughs> so all the stuff uh whenever there is an event happening in game do make sure that you subscribe to event chat channel very simple to remember and uh you'll you'll never be sorry you did <laughs> let's put it that way because it can be of great help especially if this is your first event where um you're not sure you know being that there's so many different things to do and uh, you know so many lore to collect and let's not forget lore that will be that is associated with Halloween event and the previous ones as well is only going to be available throughout this event so all the lore hunters pay note pay attention <laughs> you will probably have two to three weeks in order to uh, to get it all and um, you know some people like to hunt for lore without knowing where it is others go to um, tswdb.com and find out exact coordinates go there and pick it up <laughs> whichever one you may be um, you will have two to three weeks in order to gather all the lore if you are uh, if you are really really into the story of the secret world there's some there are some pretty tough ones to get from some of the missions so you're gonna have to start early try many times in case you miss them Yes, I still freaking have, and it has nothing to do with an event. I still don't have all the teddies from issue seven. Yeah, that's because of that uh, honeycomb uh, jumping thing in the mission. Oh yeah, you both. Mm -hmm. oh, I don't have them all either. <laughs> oh man, oh, that I, that. <sighs> I have all of the teddies, and I have an extra raggy and an extra Spencer because I couldn't bear to delete them even though I already had them. 
<laughs> I was a little nice. bit obsessive about the teddy bears. <laughs> yeah, I, I should go back and uh, and do those again. Oh, I'll get to do that. <laughs> Alrighty. So, Samhain is probably going to get released, like we said, at the end of, like, just before the last weekend in October. At least that's what I think. Let's see if it happens. It'd be great if it happens before. <laughs> I have now. a sneaky feeling it might be out the week before that. Ooh. Not that I have any information. <laughs> Listen to me like, why? What do you know that we don't? <laughs> what do you know, sir? <laughs> Spill the beans I just think, now. <laughs> uh, with the the timing of when they've announced Hide and Shriek, I feel like, and the fact that they haven't released any content for a long time, I feel like it might be ready before last minute like it normally is. Mm. Remains to be seen. <laughs> you will see. So, Yes. Now, did you guys see the new Secret Buzz issue 5? Please say yes. <laughs> I I ordered the physical copy. I I always try really hard to wait until I have it physical and then I never quite make it. <laughs> oh my god, it is absolutely freaking fantastic. Well, and I saw the cover. <laughs> oh, you didn't see the inside? I still need- I, I was trying hard not to, but I'm probably gonna give up and do it anyway. It is absolutely fantastic. Um, it's a movie edition. I'm sorry, we're gonna have to spoil some <laughs> okay. for you. Would, uh, would you like to explain to those who don't know what the secret buzz is to those who don't know? Alright. Oh, um, I don't exactly know, so I'm gonna need some help here. <laughs> The Secret Buzz is done by Buzzy Fred. She is a TSW player. It is a TSW fashion magazine, which, um, what's the name of the one that's in-game? Why can't I think of it? Hive magazine. Hive mode. Hive mode, yes. Long time back, there was Hive mode in-game. Um, and Fred decided to resurrect the idea. Um, and it is issue five now. And, uh... And and it's awesome. <laughs> it is yes. It it basically and I'm not deals just with fashion. That I was in one issue. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. No, it is absolutely fantastic. We had uh, Fred on the show, um, talking about the very first edition uh, of the Secret Buzz, and it it has been extremely well received by the community, and. Um, They've actually done two shows in the last year, two fashion shows. Uh, she's done five magazine issues, and she's collaborated with uh, a whole bunch of uh, players in the secret world um, that have so much talent, like, oh my god. Um, almost a hundred copies, printed copies, have been sent out to people of all the five issues, so that's quite a bit. And uh, there's uh, I, there's like almost a hundred models as well that um, she has used in um, in uh, the Secret Buzz uh, magazine. Um, 
some of us have uh, also been in um, in one of the photo shoots that we did with Tilti um, in I think it was the city of the Sun God um, and that was uh, that was fantastic as well so so much work goes into it and so much passion you can see it and every issue just keeps on getting better and better and um, I think at the at the beginning of summer, uh, Fred uh, posted that she's taking the summer off. Uh, she just needs to recharge. And it takes a lot of um, just one person doing everything. And uh, she came back with a vengeance. Like, girl, you nailed it. Like, holy. Um, once you see the issue, um, you'll, you'll understand what we're talking about. Uh, a lot of hard work has gone into it. Not just from her side but from uh, a lot of other players who have been involved in uh, creating these uh, these this latest issue so kudos to all of you guys um, they're actually uh, doing a little giveaway um, as uh, we've mentioned on one of the previous shows um, they have uh, the secret buzz uh, t-shirt in game that development team has done for them as uh, as a thank you for what they do for the community and um, you can you're you know you can win it and um, how to go about it is um, you have to uh, you have to actually see the issue and then there's a whole bunch of movie posters in this issue as i said it's movie oriented uh you pick one of them and write the last scene of the fictional movie script um it's a maximum 1000 letters with spaces and then you send your manuscript to the secret buzz at gmail.com and you use the subject one year tsb you have until the 28th of october uh, of this year um, to send in your manuscript and uh, Fred will choose her favorites and announce the winners um, after that um, so presumably three definite winners um, maybe even more if she can decide on you know the top three um, and uh, yeah so you can win yourself a t-shirt the secret buzz in-game t-shirt uh, all of your own so good luck to you if you enter this it's uh, I believe in one of the last pages um, uh, of uh, the issue that you can uh, find more information on it um, link is posted in on uh, Fred's Twitter um, TSB underscore Fred um, we've also retweeted it and many people on Twitterverse have retweeted it. We'll also include it in show notes, uh, with the release of this, uh, podcast, uh, 199. So we're almost like 200 episodes old. <laughs> Woo um, mm. so yeah, kudos to absolutely everyone involved with it. It is absolutely fantastic. I'm checking it out right now, going through it, uh, kind of page by page. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. I know, right? I really yes. highly suggest this. Oh, Josh, that hat. You know which one I really, really, really like? What? Crap, I can't even say that. I like several of them. 
Like really, <laughs> all of really them. like. Really, really, really like all of them. Well, I I love the birds. I definitely love that one. I love the Kaidan knights. Wow, yeah, I I really like. Wow, these are, dang, <laughs> these are and, so beautiful. <laughs> cheese lightning, <laughs> like really? Wow, it, it's just Victory Hotel is has my boat right now. It's amazing. It is. I I wouldn't be able to pick pick a favorite. That, that would be my problem. I can't pick a favorite because there are so many of them that I really really like. And of course, it's uh, Scrivenomancer is uh, is in as well. Um, so fear and fogging, the secret squad. <laughs> it, it's just absolutely fantastic. Like, oh my god, fantastic! Well done, well done. You kind of mm -hmm. you kind of figure, you know, how are they going to outdo this one? But then again, we kind of felt that, you know, how are they going to outdo the other ones if they've always done it? Well, she's always done it. So I have no, no doubt that uh, we're going to see something fantastic after this as well. I can't wait. It's, it's truly something. Hang on. What I'm going to do is pasted into it's in twitch I just put it in twitch chat so you guys can whoever is listening right now um, you guys can check it out immediately and see all the goodness see what we're talking about it is absolutely fantastic alrighty so our resident PvP here uh, is not in right now. Um, yes, I'm talking about Veritas. Um, just a little, little thing, little thread. Uh, it's not so little anymore uh, that I found in the PvP uh, sub forum is a basically complaint that Dragon Faction is almost non-existent in Fusang. And uh, there was a whole discussion that grew from there um, because the player who posted it initially had uh, he's a dragon or she, I think it's a he. Um, they are a dragon, let me put it that way. Um, and uh, have felt that uh, they basically have no chance of completing um, the daily challenge in Fusang because dragon numbers in Fusang are just not enough for them to for him to do to achieve uh, those two missions um, and complete the daily challenge. So some people have you know come on and said, "Well, hello, it's not exactly that." it is underrepresented it could just be down to the time zone that you play in or the time of day that you play um and uh you know some have actually given a number of uh, advice of how to go about and uh, get those two missions um complete those two missions and uh actually get the daily uh, for the PvP in Fusang, um, such as getting the wells or getting the underdog mission, you know, which are extremely, extremely easy to do. Um, but, you know, for the most part, people are saying, 
in PvP, you can't just kind of be in and out, in and out. You actually have to stick around for a little bit. Because if everyone just got in and got out, nothing would get done. And I have to, <laughs> I have to agree with that. Because I go into PvP quite a lot recently. And I have to say that dragons are... <sighs> I'm, I'm a Templar, but when dragons are on a prowl, it's like, holy crap. <laughs> they are really, really strong. They are well organized and, you know, they know what to do, how to Hi, do dog. it. Yeah, that's my little pup. <laughs> She's not little anymore. <laughs> um, so... You know, she's cheering for dragons, probably. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it, it, I'm thinking it's probably have to. It probably has to do something with the time zone that they are in, or the time of day that they are playing, because uh, you can completely turn the entire Fu Sang in space of 15 minutes. So it doesn't take that much. Uh, a lot of times, people come in and. They, when they see some sort of organization uh, where people are talking in chat, you know, discussing what yeah. they're doing, how they get a part of that, they become part of that, and they're on board. But when there is nothing, there's no communication, everyone's off on different things, you know, you can have 15 people on there and be losing. And you can have a group of five people who are just going from strength to strength. And no one can touch them. So it's all about organization in Fusang, I feel. And uh, just working together as a team. That's the most important thing. So don't be scared if you go into Fusang and you just see like two, three players. Because there's times that you go in, you see that. And in the next five minutes, you get another five to ten people in there. In addition to you who are already there. So... Just chin up PvP because that's what you're in there to do. Yeah, yesterday um, I'm I'm in I was on my Illuminati character, and um, I remember complaining to my cabal that there was only three people on uh, on the blue side uh, in Fusang, and I was like, oh man, not gonna get my missions today. Uh, but just one person found the Illuminati crate. Uh, they started talking. I talked with them. Uh, that got the other one other person to join with us. And then I guess when a few more people joined, uh, there was, I, I really agree with what you said that if you see people talking in chat uh, on your faction chat, then it allows people to at least even if there isn't more organization, it seems like there is. And usually there is if there are people talking. So. Yeah, uh, soon enough we had defended uh, the facility we still had, got the crate all the way there, um, and we were, I think, within 20 minutes, had three of the four, and I'm not sure, I think they were consolidating control a bit after I had left, so yeah, that turned around very quickly. But obviously, uh, if you do happen to show up at times that, that people aren't even logging into Fusang, then I can imagine that's very unfortunate, and if that is a Thing on the dragons then i'm not sure i can't say that i know but uh that would be not too fun i'd say that it, that's something that affects all the factions it it's just a question of 
what time of the day it might be, what day even, you yeah. know, it might be. You never know, right? Um, mm-hmm. And like Mama Les says in the chat, the underdog mission or the abbreviated UD mission, as some people have been asking in Fu Sang chat, like, what is UD? It's underdog mission. And you get it uh, exactly where your, uh, where your custodian is. You don't always get it, but if you are the underrepresented faction in Fu Sang at that particular time, chances are you're going to get an underdog, which is the easiest freaking mission, as Mamala says in chat, uh, <laughs> that you can ever, ever, ever get in Fu Sang. Because you basically, you take the mission, you collect shards, you power up your your custodian and boom, mission done. <laughs> so even if you don't get it right away, like the chances are that uh, sometime later on, your faction is going to be underrepresented, you know, not have any factions and you're going to get that uh, mission uh, again. So you can log into Fusang and do that. So if you don't PvP, you know, this is one way that you can get your PvP daily in Fusang. But I would strongly recommend for you to stick around and don't get frustrated if you keep on dying. That's what's meant to happen in, in PvP when you first join. You don't know how it's completely different beast to PvE in the secret world. And you really need to find your footing. Uh, talk to people who are in general chat. Talk to people in your own... You, faction um everyone there will help you with yes with oh my god with absolutely everything uh people have seen me when i first started uh, pvping as a healer in there and they would cheer me on hey you've done great today uh or you know hey people can i get some advice i'm new <laughs> what am i doing wrong and not one single person was was really really uh was anything but extremely nice and supportive uh i have to say to me and uh, that's just a credit uh to the kind of pvpers uh that we have in the game because pvp is all about you know talk and smack and <laughs> a whole bunch of negative things <laughs> but you know when, once you turn off the fighting once the passions are <laughs> have subsided um you know you can all sit down at a round table regardless of your faction and uh, they can give you advice and i will stand in for very here since she's not around tonight um, a lot of times people have bad experiences with PvP and other games, and it's it, TSW really is a different beast there. Yes. I'll also, being that Varys, uh not here, I'll represent her by saying the health bars are still bugged. Yes, thank you, Mama Les, for reminding <laughs> us. <laughs> Sounds like Vary to me. <laughs> she would just say that, wouldn't she? <laughs> So, yeah, those are still bugged, and it bugs the hell out of me, being that uh, I PvP uh, as a healer, but, you know, you kind of... And the funny thing is, I didn't realize is that it may be bugged for me, but it's not bugged for the player who seems to be bugged uh, to me. So, it's like, okay, I basically have to... (laughs) So you're saying saying it's your fault? 
Okay. I guess. <laughs> I Sorry. Well, it's my fault or not. Well, it's Barry's fault. It's Barry's fault. Okay. <laughs> she I had, jinxed I had, them. They'll, they'll never fix now because she jinxed them. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Um, I didn't, like I said, I didn't even realize that until one day I was in uh, Shampala and uh, I think like one full group all bugged everything was either red or orange which is basically like critical health and you know healers uh unless you're watching the numbers you kind of freak out and you fire off your best heals or biggest heals and you realize nothing health bars have not moved and it's like what the frack um so and then one of the players uh responded well you have to let us know because we can see the same thing and it was like what <laughs> it's that kind of thing so yeah um it'd be interesting to to talk about this uh to ask other pvpers i haven't had a chance to actually ask them <laughs> i was just way too stumped <laughs> on the plus side i do have a little bit of a update on my gaming yeah Yay! <laughs> hey, for me it is. And it's a big thing for me because, like I said, I started off as a healer in uh, PvP and I've been healing in PvP and I have been not so keen or, well, actually I was keen but I was really scared to heal in dungeons, right? So it took me the longest freaking time uh, before I would even heal in elite dungeons. And uh, other people have uh, been very supportive in game, and they're like, "If you can heal in PvP, you can definitely heal a uh, heal a dungeon." And I'm like, "Yeah, I don't know." So slowly, little by little, I got into healing elite dungeons, um, just regular heals, and then um, I, when I healed uh, Polaris Nightmare, I was like, "Oh my god, I did it!" Well, I hit another milestone. Yeah. Um, just the other day, I think, uh, I managed to leech heal Ankh. And that was like, oh my god. Nice. Okay. Yeah, that, okay. that was wow. <laughs> it was Amazing a wow milestone. moment for me. Um, the first group that I went into, they, they weren't, I think they had ants in their pants. And after first time I died, and then the other two times, uh, DPS died. Uh... And then, uh, you know, you don't have enough DPS for the Dreaming Shroud, so it's like, uh, game over. Um, and then, group, I was so bummed out. <laughs> I was so bummed out, I can't even begin to describe it. It was like, I failed! And um, not even an hour later, um, got into the Ankh again with another group of people. I raised my hand. I said, I've never done this. <laughs> this is my second time in here as a leech. Um, so bear with me. And uh, we died twice, but we managed to complete it. And it was just like, oh my God, my hands were sweaty. I was shaking. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. If I didn't have a heart attack then, I don't think I ever will. <laughs> yeah, no so, heart attacks. Oh, no, no. 
but it, it was a great feeling. Um, so now I guess the next big step is to heal one of the raids, which is going to be interesting as well. Oh, very that's a, nice. That's a huge step. <laughs> Moving on up. Yeah, I know. I know. About time after, what, three and a half years in freaking game? <laughs> <laughs> no, see, the thing is, I don't know how you guys do it, but I like find different different things to do in a game that I have not done. And that's what uh, makes me look at the game from a completely different perspective. And it's almost like a new game to me. Uh, because I pay attention to different things. I started off as a tank, and uh, as I was gearing up, I was always a tank. Um, and then I started DPSing because I got tired of being just a tank. <laughs> I wanted to dish out more damage. So I started DPSing. And then I got tired of that after about six months of doing just that. And then I started getting into heals and Vary was actually the one who suggested that I go and heal in PvP and get my bearing uh, when it comes to healing in PvP because she said people die in PvP anyway, they, they drop like flies. So it's like, <laughs> well, don't blame me a healer, <laughs> line aside. <laughs> um, so yeah, and now, now I've gotten back in, not gotten back, but it's like that additional step. So, who knows, next thing uh, I might be doing is uh, going back to tanking, because there's a... Uh, you know, I haven't done that in a long time, so... Lots of yeah. new content to tank from before, probably? Yep, yep, that's right. Uh, I think I tanked a uh, few times uh, the... Maybe not the first, not the not the PH, uh, penthouse, uh, but uh, the other one uh, that came after it. But that's it. that's about it. And that was only because I was like, yeah, you want me to tank? Oh crap! Sure, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that was about it. And I have not done the nightmares over there. I just can't grind the Aegis. I just don't feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> the grind yeah you know what ice goddess uh, posted in twitch chat Ankh is the one place i hate being a leech yeah i hear ya i hear ya because if you hit off that reaping so half a second too late the tank's dead and everything's up in flames so <laughs> mama Liz, on the other hand loves it the most <laughs> you know what i think every single fight can be really, really uh, good as long as you know exactly what to do. Uh, and if you keep on doing it time after time after time, um, you get, you're like on autopilot and you do it. I'm like that with Ordrag. Like so many, so many tanks have sent, sent me tells like, I'm really hard to heal on this boss. And then it turns out, you know, their health hasn't dropped uh, more than 80 per more than 20%. And they're like, oh my gosh, you're a really good leech. No, it's just that I've tanked that fight so many times. I know exactly what I should do and when. Um, so it helps that you, at least it helps me to have been a tank to know how I can help the healer, but also to know when the biggest hits are coming in. <laughs> so it just 
helps. You see, again, avoiding their... hits always helps. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but also sometimes you know you can help by uh, impairing as a tank, not because you need to impair it. But simply because, especially when you have a leech, just to kind of give it a chance to to catch up on the on the heel, so you don't keep on having mini heart attacks because your health keeps going fluctuating greatly. I don't like to see that <laughs> on the tank. It's like, no, I'm failing. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jen, I love leeching Ankh when I do not fall off the bridge. <laughs> yeah. I love watching you guys, you know, with the death counter <laughs> <laughs> on Twitch. You guys are awesome, Otter Down. Death counter is important. Oh, yeah. You know, I um, I very rarely run dungeons, for those who don't know. Um, but on the topic of... This, this actually kind of pulls together leech healing, Halloween, and the community. Because the first time I ever leech healed anybody was in the cat god dungeon because i got thrown into a cat god dungeon and we didn't have a healer and they were like who has anything that can heal and i'm like well i'm ar but i never heal i did it a few times i i don't remember if it was last year or the year before but everyone was awesome like you know it was an event dungeon and i had no idea what i was doing but everybody was absolutely awesome about it so yay that's the thing. Sometimes you can get into a pug group that, you know, if people have the time and people uh, have a little bit of, you know, sense of, uh, uh, not comedy, but uh, just kind of, you know, laugh off a few things yeah. or a few odd tries or anything like that or just laugh in general about <laughs> different things everything it, it, you can spend an hour on just one boss like final boss or something <laughs> and it goes by so quickly but you have fun yeah and it's just absolutely mm -hmm. fantastic you gotta laugh because otherwise you just go crazy i was in a uh, dungeon not too long ago uh, someone needed to do elite darkness war just to you know be, clear up all their elites and I decided to, to jump in with them and Because well, I just do DPS. But we got in there. We started the dungeon and people started dying left and right and I'm like, wait a minute. This you know, this is only elite darkness war What's going on here? We didn't have a tank like no one realized <laughs> We had one healer, but no <laughs> tanks and I was like, I, I think I've got a tank build and yeah, so I ended up jumping in to at least tank-ish, but, uh, and it took us a while, but we did eventually finish it up, and I'd say that was, that was quite an accomplishment, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but you know what's funny is that when I first started uh, playing this game, that's how every freaking dungeon was <laughs> for me. Oh, yeah. We spent hours on just one completion, like one dungeon com completion. It was just like, you know, oh, okay, maybe maybe if we do it this way, maybe if we do it the other way. Uh, I heard that maybe, you know, it works if you do it this way. And then we're like, yeah, no, that doesn't work for us because we die like flies. So <laughs> what else can we do? So it was constantly talking, changing builds, changing positions, you know, 
and figuring stuff out. And so that's why now when New Dungeon comes out and people are not able to beat it right away and every everybody, you know, well, not everyone, but some people, you know, get their panties in a knot and go like, well, you know, it should be nerfed. No, it shouldn't. It's meant to be not, you know, beatable right away. You're supposed to take time and figure stuff out and, you know, Get the hang of it. Get the hang of the fight. Look at Machine Tyrant. How many groups, how many groups mm-hmm. can go through the entire freaking Nightmare Dungeon, go absolutely, like, uh, fly through everything, uh, just simply obliterate all the bosses, and they can't do the last boss. They just cannot do it because DPS is dying, uh, tank is dying, healer is dying, you know, whatever the reason is. And you never know with Machine Terror, you know, is it going to be a win or is it going to be a fail? <laughs> so those are always, 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 always interesting fights. And I've said it uh, before, Machine Tyrant now is uh, easily... Uh, one of my favorite uh, bosses in, mm-hmm. in dungeons. Um, back when I was in elite gear, actually on this character, um, in my cabal, someone wanted to do uh, that dungeon on normal, uh, a pretty new new player, and I was only on elite gear, and I had never really understood what I was doing any time that I had done that dungeon before. Um, yeah, I, I think three of the three of our five members died pretty early on and we managed to finish it uh as two people on even though it was only normal um but i was only in elite gear uh and yeah that was quite something i just remember that that in super intense five to ten minutes of just running around dodging everything and since then i think i more or less know how to do machine tyrant <laughs> yeah machine tyrant you just got to be really really good at avoiding those uh red markers uh, crosshairs. If you can do that, you're good to go. Yeah, it's I think, a great um, fight. Yeah, it really is. I think uh, Griff had an interesting point about uh, the first time sh- she did, uh, she healed in a dungeon was at Cat God, so that's like something for an event. And yeah, that's a great thing about these events. Um, I learned how chat works <laughs> during the first anniversary <laughs> event. <laughs> Um, and uh, I remember the first time that I felt like I really understood uh, a pretty complex boss was the Niflheim, uh, the, oh, the Hell yeah. Dungeon. Yeah, that one was, whew, I think it was the first day of the event, and people still didn't fully understand, but that was quite something, and uh, it they allow you to go into things that you normally wouldn't do, which is pretty cool, because the game does have a lot of things that are great in almost every aspect. I wind up having a lot of really good community stories from events. Uh, The first huge event I did was like Whispering Tide. And, you know, there was a random person in event chat being like, hey, if you haven't been able to complete the single player version, I will run it with you. I will make sure you get all the lore. Which was amazing. The people are great. Actually, on Cat God, we also, I was at a pug, and we were we were doing the Nightmare one, because we were trying to get the pink cat. And we had somebody who wound up in our group who absolutely could not do the Nightmare. Um, and somebody was like, well, we'll just run you through the normal one if you want. And all of us were like, cool, we can do that. 
I still remember the first time uh, I was doing it. Um, back then, we didn't have like a lot of purple purple gear, and uh, <laughs> the Nightmare one drops ten point one purple weapons. Oh yeah. So and it also dropped the um, the pet, the purple cat, as you mentioned, and uh, <laughs> we had we all got what we needed, right? Now Xander. Every freaking, every freaking one of us had the cat. We had our weapon drop. He did not get his assault rifle. So we kept running it and running it and running it um, in order for him to get the the assault rifle, 10.1 assault rifle. And wouldn't you believe it? the last day of it so we're there grinding it you know dungeon after dungeon after dungeon and everything else and their dog is falling including the freaking purple cat that nobody wanted anymore because we all had it (laughs) and i think it was one of the once we actually managed to get get him we must have played like 20 30 dungeons in a row until he finally had uh, the assault rifle uh drop and we were all like yeah we're done (laughs) i don't want to see the cat god until next year anyway (laughs) (laughs) but it was just interesting because the cat just wouldn't drop wouldn't drop wouldn't drop you know and then the last day it was dropping like crazy and the one thing that we wanted very simple just a weapon just give us the weapon it just wasn't dropping so that was that was very interesting (laughs) <laughs> I love what uh, Ice Goddess uh, put in Twitch chat. Um, their favorite favorite uh, run of HR ended with the whole group fighting empty using the mushrooms. <laughs> that, that must have been some kind of fight. <laughs> I would really, really, really like to see that one. <laughs> Oh man, the shrooms! The, the oh man, that must be fantastic. So I don't yeah. know about you, but along the same uh, lines, that's the way I feel. I felt about the uh, the Doom Board event not that long ago. Was uh, once I finished getting the Doom Board, I was like, "All right, time to quit game for a while. Gonna stop playing for a bit." <laughs> yeah, it's like you give it your like, best once shot. Once you finally get it, you're like, "Nope, done, done, got it." <laughs> I'll enjoy it the next time I play. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but I don't need to play it anytime soon. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's... See, with the uh, with the group randomizer, um, a lot of the times uh, you end up getting Polaris. Uh, or some days it's, you know, depending on what people sign up for, depending on what uh, is the dungeon for the daily uh, that you need to complete. Um but oh my god, there is sometimes when I go in and uh, I see that uh, Polaris loading screen, I just cringe. It's like, no, not again. Yeah, now that everyone does only Polaris for, to get Black Bullion. I don't even uh, go into like looking for group. I don't sign up through there. I just sign up directly through the Dungeon Finder or Group Randomizer, whichever you want to call it. Um, and you know it just if someone ends up uh, sometimes people uh, get into get into um 
into what you might call it the facility or uh, hell fallen nightmare one and they're like yeah no vote to retreat <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you know run home to mama polaris hey that one actually has the big mama doesn't it as the fourth boss <laughs> at least everybody calls her the big mama <laughs> all righty okay oh, go ahead. super quick um i got a tell in game saying please tell me you're gonna mention that jimmy the rabbit reached 2,000 challenges in that he's the first one to get it. I, I can't confirm this, but yay, Jimmy. 2,000 challenges? What? I, that's the tell I got. <laughs> wow. Didn't okay. someone already post that they All got right. it? Like I, they... I, I, I don't know. I, I saw it. I saw it on Twitter. Uh, someone posted it. So I don't know who reached it first, but in any case, <laughs> it is a big freaking achievement. So congratulations yeah, right? to me. It Good is. Job. It is a ginormous achievement regardless. How do you even see how many you have? Uh, you hit control J. Okay. Oh, actually, no, 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 you don't. You have to go, you have to go to, uh, you hit L and then under achievements tab, you go to challenges. And uh, uh. you can tell there. Right now I have 558. And that's only because I've done like 70 for, in order to get the Doom board. Otherwise it wouldn't go as fast. <laughs> oh, I'm far behind that too. I only have 114. <laughs> <laughs> on yeah, the character it... I'm on right now, I have zero. <laughs> <laughs> you win! Dude, I challenge you to do at least two challenges before the next show. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You have one challenge for me. <laughs> does, that, does that count as an extra challenge or something? Yeah, that counts as five. <laughs> and cheetah challenges count as five in a game. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now, uh, one thing we got to mention because they're like right there is the little uh, amalgamated assault automatons that are freaking climbing <laughs> all over freaking a Gertha tree. It's like, it's like little mushrooms, you know, growing off the side. It's like, what? I oh still want to harvest them. Like, they look like they're growing. <laughs> I want to harvest them. <laughs> and apparently they needed a GM interaction, not interaction, but intervention, I should say, uh, earlier on in the day because uh, they kind of looked like something <laughs> and they needed uh, a GM to remove them. Um, so, yeah. Clean up on Isle of Gartha. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. I wonder how they're doing it. I don't know. I don't know. So if anyone knows, do tell us so we can tell <laughs> the rest of the people in game. I'm, I'm imagining it's probably so we can not get everyone doing <laughs> As in my Cabal chat, they say that uh, it came from a potion that was used during the Hatekeeper event. And so my guess is this potion is either a recharging potion or it's a, um, or it's just a, one of the rewards and it goes after other pets that people have out. But right, obviously, but yeah, it's not this. How does it multiply this way and why does it <laughs> multiply all the way up there? <laughs> 
like do, do you have to place it there if uh, frack i can't even jump on the freaking on top of the freaking you know entrance gate whatever you want to call it um let alone all the way i up like there. their outfits too <laughs> yeah i think that's a the snowman mask with the the shriek outfit the the scream outfit yeah uh, <laughs> uh, 20 was here says I told you we should have filled Agartha with concrete <laughs> a little bit of Dr. Klein right there <laughs> oh, that's very good mama let's do tell do spill the beans how is it done <laughs> maybe it's a convoluted revenge from Flappy hmm yeah, and apparently more automatons are needed until Agartha is full. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. We do have a little um, army of them uh, happening behind us. Little army? I just see one. That's Patchwork... Patchwork... Mechman. No, no. Look up. Oh! Oh! <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Wait, and Tina, did you not see that the whole time we were talking no, about this? No, I thought I'm that's what attention. we were talking. No, I'm freaking talking about uh, the the big Agartha tree. You see them? Uh, it's in b where the uh, entrance to London is, to the left and to the right and up. There's like gonna um, look right now. Oh my god, so many of them! I didn't even turn my oh, camera. Oh, that's what those black dots in the distance were. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Mama was, my, what a big nose you have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah. Interesting stuff happening in Agartha, that's for sure. Um... Automatons are everywhere. They're taking over the Agartha. It's official. <laughs> um, who knows? It might be. It might have something to do with the, uh, you know, with the Halloween. <laughs> Maybe it ties into Halloween somehow. <laughs> and so the mission yeah. where we have to go uh, clean them up ourselves. <laughs> yeah, I guess. As long as we don't have to fill Agartha with concrete, we're good. Yeah, that's Doctor Klein's job. Yeah, no. That's where we go into into the Ankh and kill him. <laughs> Alrighty. Okay, so the last bit of info that we want to give you guys tonight is uh, the two um, events. Uh, one is actually going to be a compilation of events. Uh, one is a very popular event um, going fourth year running. Um, the Cabal Pride. It's going to be happening for the fourth year um, on the Saturday, 22nd of October uh, from 7 to 10 p.m. GMT. Uh, of course, it's uh, organized by Nine Swords, uh, Nine Swords sorry, and uh, Gridstream Productions. Um, it's a cabal recruitment uh, event um, that all the cabals can participate in. 
and uh, even if you don't have a cabal, uh, what happens is you basically have um, a parade of cabals uh, that uh, do an introduction of who they are as a cabal, what they do, and you know, um, the people who don't have a cabal who would be interested in joining a cabal can come to the event and they can um, look at different cabals and uh, talk to them more, uh, possibly sign up for one. And uh, you can find a group of people that you can kind of connect to or that you have connected to and that you would like uh, or you would enjoy playing the game uh, with them as a group. Um, the fourth Cabal Pride will be, um, this year will happen uh, on the stage in Nelwick Park. And um, every Cabal uh, has to sign up for um, the event. And uh, you'll actually uh, get a chance to show off your Cabal on stage. And um, if you're interested in attending this event, uh, you can join uh, Cabal Pride chat in game during the event uh, for a running commentary of the event itself uh, and uh, to see what's going on. Uh, you can listen to GSP. I've listened to GSP usually um, during the event and it's absolutely fantastic. Um, you can, if you're on Twitter, um, you can watch out for the, um, the for, for a slash cabal pride hashtag so you can keep on top of everything going on with uh, the cabal pride uh, using twitter uh, griff you want to tell us a little bit more about the sanctuary halloween events yes i can do that and yay sanctuary as always if people listening don't know sanctuary is a player run help channel it is all about helping new players old players anybody who needs help and they are doing a bunch of stuff this Halloween. They want to do something huge, so they've teamed up with a bunch of big names in the Secret World community to bring us a series of activities instead of just one. Um, they want to do a spooky RP story. They want to do Halloween shows with DJs on the radio stations. Um, they want to do a live podcast recording with a developer. They also want to do some dungeon and lair runs throughout the month and maybe some world bosses. Um, they also have some contests that they want to run, so we can all win prizes, which is always awesome. Yay. They are going to have the full rundown of events on the Sanctuary Forums, uh, which is sanctuary.tswdb.com. That is topic uh, 315 Sanctuary Does Halloween. We should probably just post that instead of trying to read it. <laughs> But they want to give a special thank you to Radio Free Gaia, Saints and Sinners, Odo, and the Secret Podcast for helping to make this possible. And they're open, if you're looking to partner with them for this, to get in touch. And another location of that website is on their advertisement in the Secret Buzz. So, there you go. Hey! Hey! Awesome! So, that's it. And uh, undoubtedly, there might be more... 
uh, more events. Uh, if you'd like to advertise your event, if we have not mentioned it, uh, feel free to drop us an email um, with a link uh, or just explaining what your event is all about. Uh, send us an email to beyondtfw at gmail.com or you can drop us a DM uh, via Twitter or send us a tweet uh, at beyondtsw. So that's it for tonight's show, folks. Uh, hopefully you had some info. You're all up to speed on what's going on with TSW. Uh, do keep joining us every Thursday right here on Hall Sweet Media's Twitch um, page. Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash with media, I should say, um, for all the latest and greatest about the TSW. Uh, see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Take it easy, everybody. HollowSweetMedia.com and iTunes for our remastered shows and more. You can follow us on Twitter at BeyondTSW. If you have any questions or comments, please send us an email to BeyondTSW at gmail.com and join us next week at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for another episode of Beyond the Veil, a place where hilarity always ensues.